In a previous podcast, I suggested that we should campaign, or vote leave should campaign, on the basis uh, of joining the European Free Trade Association. And I made a number of points uh, because I felt that was the right way forward. Now, the question is, have I changed my mind in the light of the referendum result? And the answer is, no, I haven't. I'm going to tell you why. I did say in my broadcast of over a month ago now that we were going to end up with some form of mutated European free trade agreement anyway. That's what we were going to get, whether we liked it or not, because it would be negotiated by a broadly Europhile House of Parliament and government and civil service. Now, I'm not in favour of that, incidentally, and I've said so on many occasions, uh, but politics is the art of the possible. It's the art of the possible. Uh, and where would we have been if we'd done that? Well, as I said before, we would have killed the trade argument stone dead. There would be no trade argument because trade would remain totally and utterly unaffected. It meant that we could then make our way in the world with further agreements across the world with the old Commonwealth and all those things that Brexiteers want so much. Now, what would we have lost by doing that? We would have not been able to get rid of the free movement of labour, which is something, of course, uh, that we were very worried about and still are worried about, the immigration crisis. Now, the point is, had we gone my route, certainly we would have won by a much bigger margin. The margin was comfortable, but had we gone that route, it would be overwhelming. Uh, it would, instead of being sort of 55, 48 or whatever it was, it would be much closer to 80, 20. It would be overwhelming. We could then have joined the European Free Trade Association, which is uh, off the shelf. We could have done that by rescinding the 1972 European Communities Act. We could have got rid of that in Parliament in an afternoon. And we could have gone our own way. Uh, and we wouldn't have seen the uh, volatility that we'd seen, that we've seen in the last few days. Although, as I said, I also said on previous cards, it won't make a great difference because uh, there's no great economic shock to this country because we are net importers of EU goods, not exporters. Had we been exporters, it would have been different. So there is no economic shock, and that is shown by the FTSE 100, which today, uh, as I as I make this cast, uh, is at its highest now for over a year. So there's any question that would only be an economic shock is absolutely ludicrous. Now, the pound's off. Yes, indeed. But why is the pound off? It's because Mark Carney, the arch-europhile, has created yet another £250 billion in quantitative easing. And you don't need an O-level in economics to know uh, that that is going to depress the value of the pound, and it has done. But that would be a central bank-driven situation, nothing whatsoever to do with Brexit. So had we taken uh, the, uh, the European free trade option, uh, we would now be out. We would be out of the European Union this very day, because all we need to do is assemble, call in Parliament, have a special day in Parliament and vote that through. We could start uh, with the EFTA, uh, and we could have sided up with Switzerland, which is a very powerful economy, who are equally... Um, upset and, and hateful uh, of this movement, free movement. But they have to because they're net exporters of their goods to the European Union. But together, we could have spent some time, a year, maybe two years, in the European Free Trade Association, 
changing the movement, uh, the free movement of labour, uh, by any number of ways, either by our law uh, in this in this country, which now we have back the, the ability to make our own law. We could have mass- massive changes to welfare reform, uh, which would solve some of these immigration problems in their own right, uh, and we would be in a much stronger position. Now we have what I feared we would have. Uh, it's rudderless. Nobody seems to know what they're doing. Uh, it looks like we're going to get a Europhile uh, Prime Minister. Uh, we're going to have a civil service which is, re- remains unchanged from their Europhile stance. We're clearly going to make a complete dog's breakfast of it. We're going to go out the route of uh, Article 50, which is a disaster. Uh, it'll be niggles and recriminations for over a year, maybe up to two years. Uh, all this could have been avoided, I think, if we'd come out and campaigned for the European Free Trade Association in some mutated form uh, on day one. Anyway, we didn't. We are where we are. Uh, But what we need to do, Brexiteers, is to have a long think about how we handle this now, because we've voted, uh, we've voted out, we've voted to leave, uh, and we have to make sure that somehow we keep our politicians in government in order that they meet the will of the people. And I have to tell you at the moment, I'm deeply suspicious. I'm deeply suspicious. Even if the preferred exit route is Article 50, I still don't know why we haven't triggered it. If that, that's the way the government wants to go, I don't believe it should, but that's the way they wanted to go. Now is the time to trigger it. All it is, is giving notice that we're leaving. That's all that Article 50 does, giving notice that we are leaving. So why haven't we pressed the button? I think there's something rotten in the state of Brussels, something deeply rotten, and there's something rotten in Westminster. Uh, Well, we'll see in the coming weeks.